Our sponsor today is Proton Text, a complete SMS texting solution built for the Lightning platform by one of our previous guests, Pat McClellan. Here's reason number two that admins and users love this app: easy automation. Proton Text uses platform events and invocable Apex actions, so admins can create automated texting. That is customized for the needs of their org and users. Starting with the app's open-source automation library, admins can set up text notifications, appointment reminders, text lead and text case, audience polling, customer surveys, and all of it built with processes and flows. It's not magic, just good design. Check out the Proton Text open source automation library at protontext.com. Hey everybody, this is Xi Xiao. This is yet another episode of Salesforce Web Podcast. Today I have a wonderful guest with me. Ines Garcia, hello. Hello, everyone. Good to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Would you mind to introduce yourself a bit? Yeah, of course.、Um, well, I'm Ines Garcia. I am an agile coach and a Salesforce MVP. So together, I help companies to become more agile whilst delivering Salesforce technology.、Mm, so you are definitely wearing two hats. The agile professionals and the Salesforce MVPs, <laughs> and many more. Yeah, I think in the kind of work that we do nowadays, you tend to、um, be quite T-shaped across skills.、Mm-hmm. So I was a really a beginner for agile before talking to you, and even though I joined a lot of agile projects, I do a lot of Scrum meetings and the sprints, but I don't have this systematic learning about agile. Then I real realized the interesting point is that it's so similar to, on the technology side, the DevOps. The DevOps is also talking about what is continuous improvement and the kaizen from the Japanese word. So why is it so similar? Is it really rooting from the same thing originally? Um. So maybe.、Uh... So they all three different concepts. So yes, kaizen is a Japanese business philosophy about continuous improvement、um, mm-hmm. of working practices and personal uh, effectiveness. Um, mm-hmm. So, and that is certainly a concept that is used in the agile context very, very often.、Um, why I think is because maybe agile is kind of like a grandson of lean manufacturing. Um, mm. Which um, comes from Japanese background, Toyota manufacturing systems,、yeah. um, hence other、um, Japanese、uh, concepts within the agile、um, world as well. Yeah. So that that would be one. Now you talk about DevOps,、um, but let's not confuse DevOps and agile are different things, although they can work together very nicely. Um, essentially, what they have in common is this continuous、um, improvement and reduce the time to market. That's good. To me, DevOps to the machines, to the you know the things、uh, non-human assets, and Agile is really about the team, about the collaboration, and the people inside. 
Um, yeah, you could say that. Um, I guess DevOps comes from development and operations, right? Mm. And over time, yeah. um, in other ways that you may be looking at delivering a project, um, development and operations, they somehow um, in, a, in a very different situation, devs want to get the stuff done quickly, while operations doesn't want disturbance on the business as useful. Um, so it generates this, um, not conflict, but this op- op- polar ways to look at to look at it and, and end up generating a lot of hands-off between mm. something ready to go to actually hit um, value in the market. So DevOps is really that philosophy to bring the two things together. Okay. So it's about working better together, broke down silos and share responsibilities. So it has a human connotation, uh, what mm. I'm trying to get to. Okay. Um, but there is a lot about, about automating. How can you automate your infrastructure, your workflows, the testing mm. of your code, and the continuous measuring of how your application? DevOps is today very strongly attached to software development. Um, okay. But yeah, essentially, you, you're generating a lot of um, automation around everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and and for that, you're going to need tools to help you so it doesn't drain your team, right? So tools to help you to test your code, like stuff like Jenkins or um, for your source control, Git, um, and, uh, and for deployment and for performance. Although deployment is a funny one with Salesforce, right? Because you have users using it, so continuous deployment sometimes is something that you you want to be uh, the fastest as possible but you're still going to need to train your users depends on the things that you're changing yeah definitely thanks for correcting me i was a bit naive on that <laughs> I'm, I'm throwing my thoughts doesn't necessarily mean they're right so let's start a little bit with what i understand is that the agile is here to really to replace the older model, which is called a waterfall model, right? So a lot of people understand, okay, waterfall is old and it doesn't um, adapt to the current modern society. So what is the, the really, like the knowledge and the, and the wisdoms behind it? Why is it Agile really here to replace the waterfall? So if you think um, about delivering something last century. So a century ago, we were really focusing execution rather than innovation. Um, you had very clear steps, very defined modules, defined plans to deliver very defined products. Life was certainly more predictable uh, mm. than now. Now things change more quickly, so you need to constantly inspect and adapt. Um, so that you can continue being competitive to the market, right? And like survive. Although hmm. what you really want to get to is about thriving in an ever-changing world. Okay. So I think that's the big difference. Um, the, so it's certainly an alternative um, of doing something, although waterfall is like a methodology, like a very descriptive way of doing something, whilst in my mind, agile is a mindset. Mm. And it's a mindset, uh, a set of attitudes that you approach things with. Okay. I kind of grabbed the idea because in the decades ago, 
the society, the environment is more predictable. But now the the pace is so much faster. What was the saying? Is like、uh, the only thing that not changes the the world is changing all the time. So、mm-hmm. right. So we do need to have the agile methodology to really adapt to the changing environment.、Uh, yeah, and I think where I find the biggest flow with、um, waterfall is that you basically at the beginning of the project is when you are deciding a lot of things, and in that point of time is when you know the least that you ever going to know about that project.、Mm-hmm. Um, so you are just building up in. You know, a lot of assumptions and best intentions,、um, but I'm sorry if I break this to you. We can't predict the future. <laughs> okay.、Know? The, the、mm-hmm. only certain thing about estimates is that estimates are always wrong. So how can you continuously、mm-hmm. inspect and adapt? Mm-hmm. I、um, see. So, I see. So agile really, I think,、um, focus into. It, it does have planning, but adaptive planning because、mm-hmm. the ever-changing environment, the technology, the people change. So you need to be adaptive about it.、Um, mm. Development, of course, we're gonna develop something, but is evolutionary development. So it's not the old way of doing something. You really need to look at things in a different way. Okay. If you want to be competitive, if you want to, you know, alleviate certain systematic things you might have,、um, mm. it's all about. Early delivery and continuous improvement, and what、okay. it really encourages is that rapid and flexible response to change. Okay, so is it possible to really define what is agile? People are talking about it, but it's just a fluffy term nowadays. I I don't really get it. Are you able to define that? Yeah, agile is a mindset that it does this. It promotes that. Uh, adaptation into your planning in in the way that you develop into that、um, delivering earlier, so you are looking at smaller things. Ultimately, all those things I kind of、um, just said. What helps you, what allows you to do is go to the market earlier, so you can deploy earlier. Doing that, obviously, the things that you deploy in will be smaller, so you can get feedback earlier,、mm-hmm. and you can focus into what's really wanted, right? Because Think about it like in a company you will have tons of ideas. It will be all the ideas will be to be in my mind for four things. So you either generate more revenue, or protect the revenue, or reduce the cost, or protect the cost. So all these different ideas from lots of different departments is gonna cover one of those things or more than one.、Mm-hmm. Now, having tons of ideas is a good stuff, but you can deliver them all. So. The trick in my mind here is what is the bare minimum you can throw to see if it's doing what you actually want it to do, and if your bet or your idea is not behaving as you expected in the market, that's okay. Let's reduce waste. Let's not put more effort and months to something、mm. that is not doing what you expect. Go and try something else. And if something else is doing what you expect or even better. There is the focus, so it's all、mm. about bringing, maximizing that value, and sometimes it's about、um, maximizing the art of the job not done, which you know is about、mm. reducing waste. Okay, it sounds like what I'm doing now. My spare time is limited, so I have a lot of things I want to do, but every day I need to, 
you know, take something out of that list because I don't have time to do it. I have to prioritize all the time. And uh, then just get the bare minimum stuff done, and which is the most important, and then quickly get the feedback, right? I can deploy it to the environment, let the users to try and give me feedback, then I know how to improve. Exactly. Like, for example, I tell you a story that happens to me last year. Mm -hmm. I had, um, just over a year ago, I was going back home uh, from my client, from one of my clients, and suddenly I had this idea. I had an idea for a game. I really like games, like board games, car games, you know. I like okay. to spend my time on that. Um, and I had an idea of a game and Agile together. So one of the things that you do in uh, one of the principles of Agile is reflect regularly so you can tune and adjust. So it's not only about the product, but it's about the process. Hmm. And you can imagine with grown-ups, this kind of meeting sometimes comes very draining and boring, but it doesn't have to be boring. So I normally try to invent things to make it a bit more energizing rather. So I had mm -hmm. this idea for like kind of retrospective for teams. And it's a big thing, like with everything else, have to develop a product in the market, like yeah. to sell it, to produce it, to design it, to everything. So I basically had this big thing in my mind for months and did nothing about it. And mm. then one day I said, I should be preaching by example. So what is the very minimum that I can do to test if this thing is going to go? And then broke out different things I could do. And every week I would do one thing, one thing, one thing, one thing. And five months later, I was already sending everything to uh, production. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. Salesforce Way Podcast is all the time looking for both guests and topics. If you have guest recommendation or any topics you'd like to listen to, don't hesitate to let me know. My Twitter, LinkedIn, and the email information is at the end of the show notes of each episode. You can also find it on the salesforceway.com website. I really, really, really need help from you on this matter because only you, my lovely listeners, know what yourself want. So please help me invite great guests to talk on great topics so that we spread great knowledge. Now let's get back to the show. What was the game? You were in the Dreamforce 19, right? <laughs> yeah, actually, I was really happy. I think I have a copy here. I was really happy to, to be allowed to sell, to sell it in Dream Store, but there you go. Mm -hmm. So the game is called mm -hmm. Birds, Nerds, and Turds. Okay. Um, and essentially, as a team, you know, you'll have some... Mm. Um, it has four different ways to play. That's you can see I'm a gamer, right? <laughs> mm, right, right. And then you will have um, different statements, mm -hmm. like for example, that this one, you know, you can't foresee this future, so you constantly tune both your product and your process. And mm. so, as a team, for example, one of the games is that you will have one nerd in your hand, one bird, and one dead. So imagine it's your turn, you throw the statement, you read it out loud, and then quickly everybody 
chooses either a nerd, a bird, or a third, what do they think? So if everybody's throwing a third to the table, uh, okay, guys, we have too many thirds. What can we do about it to make it better? So mm, this, this, is, this is really cool. I understand you have a website for your game, right? Uh, yes. Okay, I will put that uh, website link to our show notes. You can also oh. tell us what's the link. Um, the link is Bert, Nerd, and Third. <laughs> okay, it's even hard for me to remember. You com, can find right? it as well as uh, the Agile Retrospective Game.com. Okay, I'll name it as well. But I will get that link to our show notes because when you show this to me, it's really interesting. It's a gamification, you know. It's, yeah. it's much easier to learn uh, the, the knowledge like this. Okay. Yeah, thanks to let me talk about it. But essentially, what I'm trying to say is that um, you can apply Agile to anything. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's all about testing. What is the bare minimum tested? See, you know, I did so many um, um, like early drafts and things that I could play with people and see how is the interactions with things mm. I should change in the game. And, mm. you know. OK, I got it. So it's, it's easy for me to grab this idea because I was coming from the DevOps and DevOps has a lot of similar ideas. I still don't exactly tell what's the boundary between the Agile and the DevOps. That's something I will do it offline later. But uh, I also get uh, the core principles from the agilemanifesto.org, that website. There were four sentences about the Agile manifestos. So it's hard to tell here in the podcast. It's uh, like a four sentence. The pattern is like uh, we value A over B, four sentences. We value mm -hmm. individuals and interactions over process and tools, for example, one of the, the sentences. So are we able to briefly touch these, these four sentences? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so yeah, if you go to agilemanifesto.org, you basically encounter a few things there. Um, that was put together more than 20 years ago by a bunch of people. <laughs> um, they were like representative of Scrum, uh, extreme programming, crystal, feature-driven development, you know, pragmatic um, programming, lots of different people that they were doing things differently. And they went to a ski resort in Utah, left all the discrepancies away, and they were like, okay, we, w we are doing things differently. What do they have in common? And so they come up with the manifesto. Now, um, the manifesto has four values, what you just covered, and then it has some principles. Mm -hmm. So the values, I really like how they're written because normally when you talk about new philosophy, new way to look at something, you have words, right? Like courage and openness. But I really mm -hmm. like the fact that they are uh, giving you um, a waiting. So... There is, it's not that there is no, yeah, and it's mm. not that there is no value in the items on the right, but they value more mm. the items on the left, right? So as you said, it's about valuing individuals and interactions over processes and tools. So what tend to happen um, sometimes is that we get really focused about are we going to be using this particular tool, like are we using Jira over people tell tracker, over agile accelerator, um, or when companies want to become more agile, sometimes they dictate down to the granular level of tools. Mm -hmm. And tools and processes are there to help you. 
not to be forced upon you. And mm -hmm. where the value is about those conversations. So, for example, you may have heard about story, uh, story point or point poker point or something like this about the pieces of work. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you you find really strong opinions, you know, about the points should be the same across teams. No, the points are there really to enable a conversation. So we may be discussing a piece of work that needs to happen. The question is how heavy, how big these things is. You think it's a three, I think it's an eight. Clearly we're thinking about it in different ways. Mm -hmm. Maybe change of skills, maybe there is some part of the application that we can reuse that you know about it, I don't. Maybe mm. there is some complexity that I'm aware that you don't. So the value is in about the conversation that the points enable rather, it's not okay. about the points. Yeah, so the tools and the points is to helping us to earlier discover some disputes or arguments between the teammates or between teams, right? And it's after all, it's still up to the people to, to solve the, the problem, to agree upon something. Yes, yeah, it's, it's those interactions where the value lies over mm -hmm. if we use this tool or the process is that or, mm -hmm. you know, those things okay. are there to support you. It's not that we don't have tools or we don't have processes, of course, mm. that's, we value that's more. Good. That's a good point. How about the other three sentences? Are you yeah, able so, to remember them? <laughs> and oh, wow. So it's working software or working product over comprehensive documentation. And again, that's another one. It's not that you are agile, you are not doing documentation. That will be a very naive way of why you get things done quicker. Of mm -hmm. course, there is documentation, but the way that you look at documentation, it may be a bit more lightweight, easier to digest. Um, and you have tools, actually, like APR, things that can um, generate documentation for you anyway. So, mm. um, so what matters the most is about that working product. That's where the value lies. And you have another one that kind of support the first one in my mind quite strongly, which is the customer collaboration of our contract renegotiation. So it's about those interactions, those individuals, rather mm. than, you know, it's not in these four corners of this contract, then we mm. don't do it. Because as things change so quickly, we rather work together to deliver value than, mm. you know, specific requirements, documentation or something like that, uh, or contract. Um, That's the third third sentence in the manifesto, right? The customer yes. collaboration over the contract negotiation. Yeah. And then over mm. time, the way that you craft contracts will evolve. You start with what you have. Um, but yeah, certainly the collaboration about bringing value to the customer, that's what matters the most. Mm-hmm. Okay. So invest your time on that value rather than rewriting exceptions of your contract, for example. Okay. And then the last, um, the fourth one is about uh, responding to change over following a plan. So, um, so again, as fairly, um, as we were talking before, it's about, you know, changing uh, a rapid, flexible response to change that, where mm. the value lies. And mm. It's not that we won't have plans. There will be plans. We know they'll be wrong. So we're constantly going to be looking at them mm. and yeah, reflecting yeah. and reacting towards. Yeah. yeah, I think we talked repeatedly 
about this responding to the changes. I think that's really something we have already beating our brains in the agile. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there are also some practices, right? I mentioned when I joined an agile team, there are the scrums, there are like a Kanban flow tools. So, so what are the good tools that you think uh, people should learn when they, do, they are doing agile project? So, so there are two very commonly used frameworks. Uh, you just mentioned them. So one is Kanban and another one is Scrum. Um, I am a Scrum practitioner. Um, they have a few levels and stuff. So I, um, earlier this year, I managed to get to the last one, which is good. So I'll concentrate in Scrum more. So in this ever-changing environment, what you're trying to do is get the most out of uncertainty and how Scrum tackles that is with time boxes and feedback loops. So you have your big time box, which is a sprint. Mm -hmm. uh, within the sprint, you will have all the little time boxes, which are, um, you'll have a sprint planning for a certain amount of time. You will have a daily uh, stand-up where the team um, aligns. This is for and by the team to align their plan for the next 24 hours and highlight anything that may stop them achieving that plan and self-organize to tackle the obstacles. Um, then you have um, the time box about the review, so where you show the product. Because a lot of the work that we do is very conceptual. It's uh, very different when you show it. It's, it's a very good way to digest. Like this mm. was the idea, this is how it looks. And the review is a place where new ideas will emerge, and that's natural. When you look at it, mm. you're like, oh, this is great. Actually, how about this is this? Um, responding to change, customer collaboration. Uh, mm. And then the last time box is about reflection of the process. So think that we focus a lot about the product throughout every day through that time box, but it's good to pause, reflect, into how you can be better in your own mm. process, right? And that's um, one of the principles. I just have 12 principles. So the last one is about reflect regularly, tune and adjust so you can become more effective. Mm. Um, so that retrospect is very, very important and is unfortunately one of those things that gets dropped the most. Yeah. And it's because it's hard. It is hard to open up uh, and mm. look inside yeah, I remember one of my customer projects we did is end of each sprint, we spent uh, half an hour, we write down the things we did good, the things we did bad, and things can be improved, several of these categories. And each team member, team, team member was just uh, sitting in front of the whiteboard and write down the points and stick to the uh, whiteboard and then discuss. I think that's a kind of retrospective improvement thing. I, I didn't know it was part of Agile. I just, oh, this is really cool. We really need it. Um, how did you find the, um, not only surfacing the ideas of what can be better, but the mm. implementation of those um, mm. ideas or those experiments? How did you do that? Yeah, it, it really improved because we, sometimes we just didn't have the time or the chance or, or the bravery 
to bring it up because we are consultant, right? They are our customers. We do what they say. They pay us the money. So, uh, you know, it's a little bit over that. And then, of course, when we really build the trust in between, we help each other, we can easily bring up those points. We can improve together. And it really made the difference. I'm really happy to hear. <laughs> All right. So... We talked a lot. You really helped me to understand the Agile thing and the principles. And I really also enjoyed this Agile manifesto, those four sentences. It was really eye-opening for me. So thank you, Ines. I don't know, before we close the session, do you still have something else you want to add? Um, so, yeah, there is just so much. Um, mm-hmm. But we have the time that we have. So <laughs> what I will say is done... Um, don't overwhelm yourself with lots of different things. Um, mm-hmm. Start where you have, start with what you have today, right? It's all about an evolution. It shouldn't be a revolution. So mm-hmm. what is the very minimum you can do as a team so you can reflect more often, you can adapt the way that you're looking at things, how mm-hmm. quickly you can get things to the market, um, how can you do it safer, um, how can you learn you know, so yeah, I will definitely say don't overwhelm because there is so much out there and it's all about evolving um, over specific tools or processes. So, yeah, great. Thanks, Ines. It was really great chatting with you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, see you next time.